What's up, everybody? Welcome to Waking Up in Reno. I'm your host, Kyle Archuleta, here with my co-host, the San Diego Slider, Johnny Lyons. John? Good morning, everybody. Good morning, yeah, buddy. I'm still waking up, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you talking, and I'm looking at you going, okay, I'm, oh, I'm sleeping. Great. All right. Nice. So I'm really excited about our guest today. He's a, a local pro MMA fighter. He's a pro boxer. He's a pro Muay Thai fighter. He's a trainer. He's a... Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt under brown, Charles Gracie. Brown belt, brown belt. What did Ooh, I say? Black. Yeah, you said black. I'm gonna, I'm gonna we say, just went over that, I know. Yeah. 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 Brown belt. I'm going to run it back one more time. No, we can run with that. Let's go, go with that. Keep going. Yeah. Nah, run with it, because now you give me an opportunity to talk shit about belts. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. You open the door. Yeah. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, I'm really excited to have my good friend here. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Zach Bunnell. What's up? What's up? Yeah, Ooh, waking, up, waking up with me, Reno. <laughs> Dude, Scary thank thought. you for coming on our show, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man, absolutely. Yeah, so so for those of you that don't know Zach, uh, you're born and raised here, right? Yeah, born and raised. Born and raised. When did you get into? We'll just jump right in if if, if it's cool mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. Oh yeah. What uh, what what got you into martial arts? What was the first art you started, and and what was your reasoning behind it? Um, my mom put me in karate or whatever it was i can't remember when i was a kid but i when i was like six or seven but i immediately used it to beat the shit out of my brother so <laughs> i was yanked from it instantaneously you know like a good uh, older brother oh, yeah, say, yeah, yeah, younger just, brothers i assume yeah, yeah young, younger brother you know so i just immediately used it to you know more efficiently beat him up so my dad <laughs> yanked me from it right away but i don't know what it was about fighting it wasn't you know I, I don't know. It was just something about it that really, really intrigued me. Over time, mm-hmm. what I've explained to myself is what I think intrigued me so much about fighting because it's not... I, I grew up um, here in Reno over off Wells, the neighborhood I grew up in. There's I was in a lot of fights with you know a lot of kids as a youngster growing up and whatnot, but not for you know, aggressive reasons. Just like We would set up fights in the park by my house and uh at the the school right next to me um and i just fighting really intrigued me it wasn't that i was phenomenal at it uh you know i got beat up a lot that's the funny thing about me is everybody thinks that i'm you know i'm just this good at fighting now without ever having to get my fuck yeah i've had i've been (laughs) fucked up many times right (laughs) and so uh it just always really really intrigued me because I guess at the end of the day, the best way to put it is what's a football game break out into? Doesn't turn into a basketball game. Mm-hmm. Basketball doesn't break out into a soccer match. Hockey doesn't turn into tennis. No, it's a fight. It breaks out into a fight. The pinnacle of sporting is fighting. Competition is the purest form of competition. Is, is combatives. Yeah. That's just, that's yeah. the pinnacle. Even a boxing match turns into a fight in the ring after the fight's over yeah after the match is over right so so let me ask you zach you Uh so you you grew up on wells which is you probably there probably wasn't a lot of white kids in the neighborhood i'm guessing you didn't say that but i but but having grown up here i'm pretty certain that uh, there wasn't a lot of white kids in your neighborhood so you probably Uh get you probably got razzed a little bit and so that so that that got you into Kind of testing yourself is what it what it sounds like. So from from there, now you did you wrestle or, or play football in high school? Yeah, I played I played football. I played seven years of football. Um, went to wrestle. See, yeah, there's a funny story about my wrestling career. I wrestled for two practices my sophomore year in high school. I went to Minogue. 
I was lucky enough to have a really good education, even growing up off Wells. Um, <clears throat> but uh, my dad was able to put me and my brother through Little Flower. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Catholic right school. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, went to Minogue from there, which I'm not Catholic at all, man. 12 years of Catholic <laughs> you school. You don't say. No. <laughs> 12 years of Catholic school. Uh, there's a lot of jokes I yeah. can make of that, but you know what I mean? Just, yeah. No, so it, it was awesome educational, and I love the schools. Um, but my sophomore year at Minogue, uh, I went to the first wrestling practice, and or two, I think two wrestling practices. It was the day, uh, it was our third wrestling practice. It was an important practice, I remember, too, that you had to show something important to show up to. And I'd been doing good the first two practices, but I had the bright idea of, because um, we were sitting around at the lunch table one day at school, and someone <clears throat> said, man, nobody would fight Paul in reference to a buddy of mine at, at Minogue because he was like middle linebacker our sophomore year. He was walking at like 210, you know, six, Big you know, six foot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I do. He went and played college ball um, down in Arizona, started for Arizona for a bit. And then I do believe he was on the practice squad of the Cardinals. I mean, I don't want to talk out of my ass. Did you beat his ass, Zach? No. He beat the <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> Not where I thought that story was going. Not where I yeah, thought no. it was going either. Yeah. No, so we're, we're sitting at the lunch table and someone just goes, oh, no one will fight Paul's like, I'd fight him. And everyone's like, no, you fucking wouldn't. I was like, set it up, basically, I guess. Yeah, I will. So we did. He beat the shit out of me. Um, yeah, there's... Just, Some I, lessons are a little more... Yeah, I don't even know others. what I was thinking, dude. I weighed like 140. <laughs> you know? so, so let me ask you, so what brought you to the fight game then? Where, where did you start competing? Where did you, I guess, find your passion for wanting to compete in combat sports? Yeah, well, I mean, I already kind of knew I wanted to give it a try even when I was getting my ass beat in high school. Uh, but... I basically football ended and I, I got pretty good at football my senior year, especially um, played in the Saratoma game here. In town. Nice. Yeah. Um, and I just I was too small, though, after high school, only weighed like 175. OK, I, was, I played DN. So, you know, I, hmm. I could have tried to walk onto a JC somewhere, but I was already really intrigued just from watching UFC. Right. You know, Chuck Liddell was the man to me at the time. Oh, yeah. Ice um, man. Yeah. Man. Ice man cometh. And so that's. That's where I really kind of started getting into it. I remember, and what really, really, really sparked my interest um, was, you remember back Friday Night Fights on ESPN when they would show K1? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. They would show K1 yep. kickboxing, kickboxing, right? Yep. Um, and it was kind of an outlier sport at that yeah, time. It was yeah. very, very, uh, you know, Not, almost under the table. There yeah. wasn't a lot of attention or a lot of notoriety, certainly. Nope. And I just remember we were there. So I got a shout out to JJ's Pizza Company, man. We've been going there as a family since I, <laughs> since I was born every Friday. But I was watching it there on a Friday night. And um, I just started watching kickboxing for the first time. And I'm trying to remember. McDonald was his last name. Can't remember his first name. Yo, I remember who you're talking about. Yeah, yep. mm -hmm. and but when I saw K1 on TV, remind I was like, oh man, yeah, what, what style is that? You know, obviously it's kickboxing, but how does that dude make it look this dope and clean? And then so that kind of got me back into it when I, I was young. You know, I think ten when when I remember watching that on ESPN. And then I started, so Friday Night Fights, they were showing, they would start showing kickboxing. They would start showing the K1 for yeah. a while. So I, I, that's what really got me into it. And then after high school, I just started training at Gary's gym at the Gracie, Gracie gym here in town. Gary, great school. Yeah, I'm pretty, I, I think I was 17 when I stepped in the gym the first time. I wasn't 18 yet. I remember my dad had to fill the waiver out for me and started training there. And, and I 
What was your first thoughts when, when you first started training in... In jiu-jitsu. In jiu-jitsu, yeah. What, it, wasn't what what, it wasn't what I wanted to do. It, it wasn't. No. But you liked it. What, what, did you, what did you like about it? What, what drew you? Well, I mean, you obviously, the legitimacy of it is, okay. and don't get me wrong, like it wasn't what I wanted to do, but that, that's not saying that I, I didn't like it or I didn't enjoy it. It was just I was looking for a Muay Thai gym. Okay. Because watching those K1 fights, right? Oh, it's exciting. He, well, McDonald represented what they was they were calling a Muay Thai style. And okay. So I was like, man, I wanted to learn Muay Thai and yeah. I want to be that yoked. <laughs> you know? <laughs> when I'm 10, right? I want to look like a superhero throwing head kicks. And so um, that's where I, I got into Gary's because uh, I was working at Kinder's. You remember Kinder's oh, Barbecue? Absolutely. Great yeah. barbecue. So I worked there for a long time. Um, <laughs> the and, pivots in the show. Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 what the, that's what we're supposed to be and, doing. Uh, yeah, just, you know, I've been in Reno for a bit. Yeah. And so, uh, so you're 17, you, you go into the gym there. How long How long did you train with, with Gary and when did you transition into mm, finding uh, more of like what your forte is with yeah, the stand-up? Yeah, where I'm at now. Well, yeah, that... And the reason I went into Gary's in the first place, because he would come into Kinder's and I started talking to him and I brought up another gym, Reno Academy of Combat with him just because I had looked at their schedule and his schedule and their schedule looked like it offered more stand up classes orient. And that's what I wanted. So I wanted to learn stand up. Right. Right. And my favorite fighter in the UFC was Chuck. He was knocking everybody out. Yeah. So, Kempo guy. Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, nah, yeah, I just want to be on my feet and throw haymakers <laughs> <clears throat> um, like that. And, um, uh, he showed me, he's like, oh, he just basically talked to me and he talked me into going to his place and showed me that they had a Muay Thai class, which was basically just our, our interpretation here in America of Muay Thai is, is very skewed. And especially when we first started like teaching MMA and everybody around America wanted to say that they were teaching Muay Thai and claimed that they, they taught right. Muay Thai. There was a hybrid, right? There was, a, it was particularly not, with, with, I don't even want to call it a hybrid. Yeah, it's just right. a watered down version fucking, perhaps. No, it's just American kickboxing style, but they just added in low kicks and, okay. Oh, when you can throw elbows. <laughs> right. But no, I mean, but it's not traditional Muay Thai. No, by any stretch no, uh, uh-uh. not by any means. And, and so how old are you at this point when you start, 17. Okay, so, so, you, so you start at the same time. You started you started doing jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai. Well, it, yeah, it wasn't, it, it wasn't Muay Thai. It was just us coming in Tuesday nights beating the living shit out of each other, <laughs> right? I, yeah, gym wars. And you come, to the, you come to this fight game with a lot of different aspects. I mean, obviously, uh, you love Muay Thai. Um, you just had your first pro boxing debut as well, didn't you? Yeah, I just kind of took it because... Uh, a few months back, I sliced my toe open pretty good. I saw that. That was yeah. that was gnarly. Yeah, it was wicked. And um, so I got offered the boxing fight, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, fuck it. I'll, I'll get ready for a fight in shoes." Okay, yeah. Because my toe was still. Pretty and and I watched your fight, man. I got to tell you, for your you know for your first fight, for your first yeah. pro fight, I was I was really really impressed. Yeah, just very. I yeah, I fought to a draw. And I thought you definitely won that. I didn't think it was a draw. Yeah, I, I'm watching the fight a few times. I mean, I definitely still think I won. I can understand where I was fighting a hometown boy up in Oregon. He was a two-time Golden Gloves champ. I'm not a boxer. It was my professional boxing debut, my only boxing pro boxing fight. And uh, I just that fought him in his hometown. Hard, hard to win a yeah decision you know, over a hometown kid for sure. I mean, no, and no excuses. It's yeah. I just probably should have pressed the pace a little harder at certain yeah. times. You know, I kept so. wanting you to fucking throw a leg kick or elbow <laughs> or something like this dude would get mopped. Yeah, <laughs> put him in a movie tie fight with Zach and he'd get mopped. If I, I I joked around about that before the fight pre fight, not that I'd ever do this. Of course not. Of course, not. I was just joking around about like what if I just threw one low kick. <laughs> 
<laughs> Round one, just yeah. first exchange. Wha- wham! Yeah. Was, oh yeah! Whoa! Oh, sorry, yeah. guys. Sorry. Oops, my bad. Yeah. yeah. Throw them off, man. <laughs> That's, that I'll take. Be, I'll take. That the would point. take highlight reel for ESPN. Shit. Every. <laughs> I'll take the point for the round. All right. You know what I'm saying? I'll deduct that in my head. I get it. Okay. And then I'll work. Oh, that would be hilarious. I'll make the point back up. So when did you first start competing, though? So how long after so you're 17, training with Gary Great over at his school there, and how long after that did you first say? And and what 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 uh, was it a grappling tournament? What did you do it? Yeah, first thing I did was a grappling tournament. Um, okay. Just because obviously I was primarily training just jujitsu all the time. Yeah. And um, and you're so. a brown belt right now, right? Yeah. And Charles Gracie. Yeah, I have my brown belt from mm-hmm. Gary. Um, I've had I think I got my brown belt eight years ago. Eight years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I just for those people that don't know. The, the I guess the, the timeline that it takes to get a black belt. You could do it in eight years. You can you could do it in from, from start to finish, you could get your black belt in eight years, but, let alone have your brown belt for eight. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But at the same time, it takes much, much longer to achieve a black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu than I would say most other arts. Any, so any other any other art. Any other art. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I I don't really know how they belt in judo. Yeah. But I, uh, sure it could either. be pretty any but whatever it is, it the right way to belt is how jiu jitsu does it. And now you train. You went over and trained in Thailand for a time, didn't you? Yeah, I've been there twice. Trained trained there for a, a good amount of time. The first time I was, I was there for three months. Fought there twice. That's where I had my first two professional Muay Thai fights. And then, and what was that experience like? Being in Thailand, having your first pro Muay Thai fight. I mean, and that that that, that is their baseball. Yeah, right. To, yeah, to, yeah. To it's their national with, sport. Yeah, you know, like ten, I think some ten percent of the country is doing the sport. Unbelievable. <laughs> and and they started young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have a good friend over there that's still fighting, right? Yeah, man. Willie Whipple, right? Uh My boy Willie. He's from Washington, Walla Walla. Yeah. Willie Whipple. And he's from Walla Walla. No, no. Willie Willie Wayne. Willie Wayne Whipple from Walla Walla, Washington. That's so awesome. That's so great. And he's killing it over there, right? He's he's doing really well. Yeah, God. I don't even know how many fights he's had now. He's, He's... He's represented Muay Thai the exact way. So, and that's it. And I'm starting to interrupt you. I don't uh-huh. want to pass. Oh, no, over, I don't want to pass over this either. And and the and the difference between the West Coast uh-huh. versus, let's say, in Thailand. Yeah, you might have a fighter in America that fights. Let's say, if he's fighting a lot, six times a year, that would be a ton of fights. A ton of fights. And now let's look at at Thailand. How yeah. often do those fighters fight, dude? Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's All ridiculous, the time. right? All the time, yeah. I mean, it could Even, be. So listen, the top level stadium fighters, again, top level UFC. Think of a UFC fighter. I think even to be qualified, you know, to be up for fighter of the year over in Thailand, you have to have like six fights at least. You know, I don't want to speak too firmly sure. on that fact, but. Um, yeah, dude. But over the, the course the high, of their well, career, I'm just saying, how many, how many well, I'm just saying high, even high, high level fighters, the best, the best athletes they have to compete against each other, are fighting like ten times a year. That's unbelievable. And so um, let's uh, let's let's switch gears a little bit here. What, what, cool. do you, what do you have going on personally? So before before we you know start rolling tape on this, you were talking to me about kind of what what your goal is, what your plan is. Uh, I mean, because ultimately you you're a fighter, you're a pro yeah. fighter, and you want to you're looking for sponsorships, right? You're looking for sponsorships. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. I'm I'm looking for sponsors, and especially that's why I like getting on the local podcasts like this because I want local sponsors. I don't. You know, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not ahead of myself, man. I'm no huge name in this industry that can draw shit tons of attention to any one branded company or anything. So that's not why, yet. Yeah, not yet. I'm going to get myself there. Basically, it's just, just shit talking. Yeah. Okay. okay? <laughs> but the truth. That's worked for a few other fighters well, before. <laughs> not not shit talking other fighters, but I just mean speaking the truth. 
It's just, I don't know. This product gets sold a lot of times uh, just through dishonesty, and I'm, I'm fucking tired of it. Okay. You know? And so what do you, mean, what do you mean by that when you say product? Are you, are you talking about a, a, a fighter, or are you talking about the industry, or? Well, what are you coming to learn? I got multiple products I can teach you. Okay, I see what you're saying. But the product is education. That you right, right, mm-hmm. right, and that's the only avenue for me after I'm done getting my body elbowed open, punched in the face, and kicked in. You know, <laughs> right, the amount of times I've been kicked in the dick, man, <laughs> it's like three times a you week. Kick, you for kicked the last... me in the dick a few times. Oh yeah, man, the amount of dicks I've kicked. <laughs> <laughs> so wh- where I was going with that was, and, and I don't know if you even want to talk about this. I think it'd be this is a good platform for you to do so. But I remember having a, a conversation with Casey going. This fucking guy goes so goddamn hard, and you yeah. know you 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 developed a much yeah. <laughs> here we go a much deserved reputation yeah. about going really fucking hard in the gym. I know, and a lot of people. It's unfortunate. <laughs> a lot of people around town. It's still talked about to this day about oh Zach's bar so hard he hurts all of his every rah, 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 rah. but but no listen. But with that being re- said, realistically, I really yeah. did. I really was back in the day as a youth. Everybody's got a real, of course. A fucking you were feeling man. yourself. You were. everything was 100% I was a youngster that had no control over his technique you know what I mean so yeah but I was also a kid sparring grown ass men right which fucking you want me to feel bad for knocking some 30 year old dude at when I'm fucking you know like 20 21 sorry dude right I'm getting ready for a fight I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing right um and so now you are, so you're looking for sponsorships, local sponsorships, and in turn, that allows you to have the time to be able to train. Yeah, rest, train myself. Rest your body. And then I I uh, travel down to California one time a week, and I compete at a combat sports academy okay. out, of, out of Dublin, out of the Bay Area. Combat sports, C, C, CSA. CSA, yeah. yeah. CSA gym. And who's the, who's the coach over Kieran there? Kieran Fitzgibbons, one of the best on the planet. Nice. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, lucky lucky to have him and call That's him great. coach. It's yeah. uh, unbelievable that I'm able to do that. So. Yeah, being able to represent his gym is amazing, and that's where, you know, I, I've got, I've heard it before, like, Ooh, Zach needs to fucking move out of Reno, he needs to get out of here, he needs to move on to a bigger market if he was, a, you know, really serious, but I got my whole family and my kids here, man. right, right, I, I'm sorry, priorities I'm, I'm sorry everybody, here. but I can fucking do this out of Reno. Right. That's kind of I've I'm a stubborn ass son of a bitch, all right? <laughs> and I made a promise a long time ago to somebody that I would make it done from here and I would do it out of here. And I born I'm born and raised from here Good in man. town. I want to make it yes, I want to make it happen for Reno. Love I want to do it from and from Reno. Right. I want to say that no, no, I got ready for that that title fight. I got ready for that professional event. I did it from Reno. You don't need to leave Reno anymore. Thank you, Zach. That's great. Yeah, that that's that used to be a big problem with fighting in Reno, and I fucking hated it. Is everybody that got good or wanted to get good would leave? Why? Why do we need to leave? Well, you, we're going to wrap the show up right now, yeah. um, but what we always ask our guests, you know, part of our podcast, waking up on, in Reno, is if you had twenty four hours in Reno, you wake up. What would you do from start to finish? And if you don't mind, like throw out, you know, what restaurants you go to, mm-hmm. how you'd spend your day, you know, because as John said, you know, being being new to the community here, there's a lot of people that are going to listen to this and don't really know, you know, what's out there in Reno. And so what's your flavor, man? You have 24 hours to spend in Reno, start to finish, go. Well, depending on how you roll, you wake up in my neighborhood, you can find meth pretty easy. <laughs> um but, but, you, in all, but yeah, no, you in, all, in, all, in all seriousness, no, I'm going right down Wells. I'm going to go hit PJ's for breakfast. 
Uh-huh. I love okay. PJ's. PJ's been there since 1987, before I was born. I'll go hit PJ's for breakfast for sure, 100%. Um, and then I love Midtown, the Midtown area, man. I oh, love so Noble Pies. Yeah. Dude, I love the Noble Pie in Midtown. That's like my home away from home. <laughs> uh, I kick it, kick it there quite a bit. I would hit them up for lunch. Best wing, dude. Their wings. Oh, my God, okay. man. Yeah, I love their chicken Noble wings. Noble Pie, and, yeah, Midtown. Yeah, I just, I'm a huge chicken wing junkie, man. I can eat chicken wings all day, every day. And then I would hit my one of my best friends up. He took over uh, Bighorn's Tavern up on um, 7th Street right there like 7th street and keystone pretty much um right by like the old stardust gym yeah and uh so he just opened that man he's turned that place around it's so awesome up there phenomenal food big horns big horns okay yep and then from there man i'm rolling downtown i got a homie over it that my boy Corey that manages over at axe bar right now so always stop in and see him throw some axes yep and then uh tear the town up and at some point in time, I will find my way back over to the Midtown area and over to probably my boy Shays. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, hey, man, if I had to stay up for 24 yeah. hours, dude, I can't, I can't make it past 9 o'clock now. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm out by 9. <laughs> but nice. harking back to the old days. Yeah, yeah. Well, Zach, we, we want to thank you, man. You've been an ex- yeah, a so great, much, great man. guest. We, we want to thank you for, for joining us on Waking Up in Reno. And uh, we'd, we'd love to have you back. Hell and, yeah, I'm down. And hear about what's going on on we're gonna throw up links bios everything on the on the page right dude i'd be here consistently to talk shit to reno as often as possible (laughs) so we'll we'll throw it up uh everyone thanks for for listening to episode three of the waking up in reno podcast if you follow us on facebook at facebook.com slash waking up in reno or at twitter uh at reno podcast or on instagram at waking up in reno we will, uh, along with posting this episode, we'll, we'll include uh, links so you can learn how to reach Zach. If you want to watch some videos, learn some more about him, we'll have all that information there for you guys. And, and Zach, again, yeah, we really appreciate you. Yeah, oh, thank thanks, you, bro. Thank you guys this so much. This has been a lot of fun. And all, all jokes aside, Reno, I, I love you. And yeah, thanks for letting me live here. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for being here. All right, everybody. Be cool. We out. Peace.